The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Thursday. Max, we are late, and you know what? Hey, what's up, guys? Um, so I, I realized that um, you know, I, I I had sent you guys a text message saying that I'm gonna continue doing the show, but I think I, I think now I'm gonna have to find a replacement. At, and and I know it's it's kind of late in the game, but you know, once I found out that Panther was not retiring, I decided that I was. I, I I'm gonna move into the front office now, guys. I'm I'm sorry. I just I, I don't know if I can do this podcast with you with you anymore with Panther not not retiring now. So um, it's weird times. Weird times. What's going on, Sex Panther? Uh, unlike certain situations, I don't know how the show continues. You know, we can we can maybe trudge along. You know, when we miss Max for a day here and there, but but to continue without. Our, our our coach, if you will, I just don't know how it happens. Well, th- thankfully, I only manage the 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 offense, and you, and you guys are offensive gurus. So you know, bringing a defensive <laughs> guy, bringing a defensive guy to it. Um, for all of you guys, I, I, I'm hoping you're getting the joke. It's a, it was a poorly f- formed joke to begin with. But nailed it, Max. No, you nailed it. You nailed it. <laughs> I killed it. Fucking killing this opening right now. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you, everyone saw that. Uh, Bruce Arians, no longer the coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A weird fucking wild season, uh, offseason for, for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Yeah, Tom Brady, who kind of retired, right? So, I mean, he didn't retire. Someone retired for him. And then I guess he's like, I guess I am going to retire. And then he unretired. And then, you know... Bruce Arians came out saying we're not trading Tom Brady. That's not going to happen. And then there's news that there's a rift between Bruce Arians and Tom Brady. No shit. And now Bruce Arians is no longer the coach and he's in the front office and Todd Bowles is the coach. What the fuck? Like, make sense of this, Panther, please. Just fucking make sense of this, because on the surface, it totally seems like Tom Brady just forced fucking Bruce Arians out of his goddamn job. Well, if he was demanding a trade or something like that, then then maybe. Of course, Bruce comes out and says, you know, there's definitely no rift between me and Tom. Yeah, I yell at all my players, but, you know, off the field, like we have no issues. Of course, what else is he going to say? Bruce Arian stepping away at 69 years old and presumably Tom Brady's last hurrah does seem off. But the bigger off for me is Todd Bowles? Really? Like, you've got Byron Leftwich literally sitting right there, and Todd Bowles is your guy. Like, Arch, you've got some experience with Todd Bowles. (laughs) Well, first, I want to read this quote because this is – the onion is so interesting. Quote from Arians, I wanted to ensure when I walked away that Todd Bowles would have the best opportunity to succeed, Arians said in a statement Wednesday night. So many head coaches come into situations where they are set up for failure, and I didn't want that for Todd. (laughs) <laughs> liar okay. all right liar okay. no fucking way no fucking way is he just like oh okay i'm retiring just just so my replacement has a better path for success 
I, I look at it this way. I think I honestly think Bruce Arians should have retired after they won that Super Bowl. I mean, the dude's in his late sixties. He wasn't planning to coach much longer anyway. Just, that was it. He wanted to win that Super Bowl as a head coach. He did it, uh, and he should have just said, "All right, I'm done." At that at that point in time. Um, but you know, after you win that Super Bowl, and you're like, "Oh, I got Tom Brady as my quarterback. I'm going to try to run this back." I, 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 with this crazy off season, I. I Nothing, nothing is surprising me at this point anymore. But I, yeah, there's, there's no fucking way that Bruce Arians fucking cares about his replacement succeeding and bullshit. Blah 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 blah. Um, I, I look at it this way: is, is t- the reason Todd Bowles is is getting this job? Uh, he's got head coaching experience. He actually has a winning season with the fucking Jets. And if you have a single winning <laughs> season with the Jets, you should go into the Hall of Fame. Like honestly, at that point in time, if you can get the Jets to a winning season, you should be have a statue outside of MetLife Stadium. Um, Really, they should never fire you with one winning season. Uh, you know, I mean, Rex Ryan's a god there. Like, you you, you talk to Jets fans about Rex Ryan and the oh, Rex Ryan days. They don't, <laughs> they, they don't, they don't, they don't remember the bad Rex Ryan days. It's like, oh, Rex Ryan, we miss Rex Ryan around here. Uh, and you know, Todd, Todd Bowles, you got you know, he had the he had the one winning season. Um, he technically had a winning season with the the Dolphins as well back in 2011, 2012. Yeah, but uh, winning with the it, Dolphins doesn't give you a guarantee you shit. No, no, it doesn't. Especially if you're a black coach. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I, I, experienced head coach runs the defense. Now, I think that's important. Let's put that together. Is Todd Bowles is going to be the head coach? Dot dot dot. Running the defense, which means Byron Leftwich and Tom Brady just are going to run this offense a hundred percent of the way. Oh yeah. Bruce Arians is out of the picture. You don't have to worry about that shit. Tom Brady can do whatever the fuck he wants out there, and it's going to be his offense to run. And so I think that's why it was important not to put Leftwich in as head coach. You know, I think it was just. Brady and Leftwich are going to work together on that offense. Dot dot dot. Brady's going to run the offense, and then you have Todd Bowles. That you know they're they're gonna they're gonna focus on the defense. They're gonna you know try to do it that way. I I don't hate it. I I like Todd Bowles. I think I think he's you know he's got a bad deal because again let's 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 say this. He had to fucking coach the Jets. Like how many other coaches have gone there to fucking die? You know. I I I don't hate it. Um, just it just it reeks of like Brady just. Flexing, right? Right. Uh, which is bizarre because he's only got one year left on this deal. He's gone. He's gone after this year. <laughs> he doesn't even want to be there this year. <laughs> you know, it's fucking insane. Well, the Panther, give us your thoughts. I have some thoughts too. Well, I want I want to expand on what he said or what Bruce Arian said is he wanted to put Todd Bowles in a situation where he has a chance to succeed. And that's something we had touched on before about these black coaches sometimes get shit jobs and they don't have a chance to to succeed. Now he has every chance to succeed this year, but if Tom Brady steps away and the Godwin's gone and everything blows up, is he really in a place to succeed? So maybe it looks good for one year. Um, but I don't know that Tampa Bay is a long-term place to succeed because after Brady's done, I can see them completely blowing it up and rebuilding from the bottom up. Yeah. Bulls will be in a bad situation then, but I guess the idea is he'll have a ring right at that point. Yep. Theoretically, they all have one a ring. This is what we talked about, though. This is we've talked about how we might structure a team. It would be to put a hard nosed defensive guy in charge of the team to run the defense and give the team attitude. And the nerds can can just, you know, you guys deal with your offense. I'm going to set the attitude. I'm going to you know set the defense and you guys figure out a way to score the score the score some points. Yeah, uh, you could. 
you could do it both ways. Like, had they named Byron Leftwich, Leftwich still wasn't going to have anything to do with that defense. It was still going to be him and Brady and Bulls. Go do what you're going to do with that defense. Make it the best defense you can. And, and like I, it's almost like, okay, yeah, Foles has the title, but it, it really is that. Leftwich is going to run the offense. Bulls is going to run the defense. You basically almost have two head coaches. Leftwich is going to run everything past, past Brady to make sure it, it flies. Brady, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, we see what happened now, right? It wasn't the kids. It wasn't hanging out with his wife. It was uh, apparently Brady didn't want to play with uh, Arians, right? Which is crazy, which is fucking great. I, I mean, I, I don't know what happened behind the scenes there, and I don't think a lot of us know what happened behind the scenes there, but uh, Brady had two very good seasons with Bruce Arians. Right. And and I know that it was outside of his comfort zone because Arians likes, you know, to to kind of be a little bit more risky than Tom Brady. You know, Tom Brady is a little risk averse there. But maybe I don't know if Brady was worried about the arm strength and, and trying to play to his 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 actual strengths. But no matter what, he had two MVP caliber seasons under Arians. So I don't know how much Arians gets credit for that, how much Brady gets. Credit. Yeah, it's, it's we'll when you get to these situations of of, you know, who gets credit for this shit? I, I tend to go more towards the quarterback because the quarterback's the one actually fucking throwing the ball. You know, I mean, he's a, he's a physically on the on the field, like actually throwing the ball as opposed to the guy like, oh, run this play. It's like, well, this play is shit. <laughs> you know, the defense knows what play we're running. Um, but it's hard to argue. Two fucking MVP caliber seasons under Arians and whatever. They just oil and water, I guess. I wonder about. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just saying, it's not the first time we've heard that about Bruce Arians. He butted heads uh, with quarterbacks. Um, it was a little rough go with, I think it was Andrew Luck when he was up in Indianapolis, and he butted heads with the quarterback when he was in Arizona. So, I mean, he's, he's got a very uh, type A personality, very dominating personality. And when you're going with somebody like Tom Brady, who is probably used to calling his shots, and, you know, we dealt with Josh McDaniels all those years, um, being told what to do probably did lead to some you know rife between those two yeah it probably did lead to some friction and <laughs> brady left new england because he wanted to you know win more but it was also about growing the brand and you're also running into a coach here in tampa bay that was a, a shameless self-promoter too and that had to lead to some friction between them because brady wants to grow his brand arians is more about his own brand let's be honest Arians is a, is a pretty good self-promoter and I, I, I just, yeah, I just see they're rowing in different directions. I think that's, I think that's the best way of saying it. I th- honestly, it, it, they, they weren't on the same page of, of how to move forward with this team. Uh, and Arians got the short end of the stick. I, and I, I'm, I'm looking at Tampa Bay and I'm, I'm kind of saying like, like really shame on you. I like imagine what you could actually get for Tom Brady to trade him to San Francisco. They gave up a King's fucking ransom for goddamn Trey Lance. <laughs> they I I totally think that you could have gotten even more from them for, for a season or two with, with Tom Brady. So I, if I'm Tampa Bay, I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'm, I'm trading Tom Brady. Like, I'm like, honestly, in my head, it's like, Tom, you want to go to you want to go to San Francisco? We'll trade you there. We'll do it. But we're going to make it worth our while. Yeah. And then, I, you know, I. I I'd have uh, Arians actually then, you know, be part of that and be part of that transition. I think that that might have actually been part of the issue, too, is that uh, maybe Arians was a little too stubborn. He came out and said, oh, we're not trading Tom Brady. 
you know, and maybe the team's like, whoa, 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 okay, hold on there, hold on there, Bruce. It's just like roll there. You just kind of backed us into a corner here. Um, I, I, I don't know. It's it, it on the surface, everyone's saying one thing, and then you you, you peel the onion back a bit, and you know the true fucking fact of the matter is that uh, Brady forced them out, and and they're gonna have a new coach, and and we'll see how that works out for them moving forward. I tend to think they were just getting the cart, you know, before the horse here that Brady was done at the end of this year. I tend to think maybe Bruce Arians was done at the end of this year. And uh, this is just maybe a way you move Bruce Arians up into the front office. He still gets to get a ring if they were to win the Super Bowl. And you've got the transition with Todd Bowles, which makes it easier, I guess, uh, with the draft and free agents and whatever going into the following year. Hey, Todd Bowles, Super Bowl winning or successful coach, come play here. And, you know, just something like that. So I, I can make logic out of that um, without even throwing in the, the scrutiny of that is the Bruce and Tom relationship. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. If, you know, people get mad when LeBron pulls something similar, getting rid of your head coach. So <laughs> this will be interesting to see what the reaction is to Arians. I, being do, I, yeah. I do have one I guess silly question and I guess it kind of ties into a conversation we had yesterday or the day before is it if you fumble on the kickoff in overtime yes it's exactly that one I want to continue that conversation it was so fucking good of a conversation that I want to continue on that no Um, the whole thought you have to hire at least one offensive uh, minority or woman coach right what if you have a a minority head coach is that just kind of like is is that like a clean slate for everything Uh, you're trying Uh, to you know you're trying to build a stack yeah I'm just saying, like at this point, like I mean, Tampa Bay's fine because they got Byron Leftwich as their their OC, right? So I mean, they're they're technically fine anyway. But what if you have a minority head coach? Does that just like say, oh well? I mean, that's that's like the that's the royal flush right there. (laughs) You don't actually need to hire anyone else if you want to, you know. I find it impossible to look up and down the sideline and not see minority assistant coaches at some level, even if you're just a position coach, a secondary coach, special teams coach, whatever. I find it impossible to believe that there's a single team that doesn't have a minority oh, we um, assistant one. coach. Let's, let's try to find one of those teams because if so, racist motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Watch, watch it be the Pittsburgh Steelers. I hope there's not. I, I honestly hope there's not a lot of Flores. They got Flores now. Oh, right? Yeah, they do. But, oh yeah. See, there you go. They check the boxes. Yeah, I honestly hope that a lot of minorities are not special teams coaches because those guys are going to be getting the axe in the next ten years. They're all going to be fired. Because there's not going to be a special team. Exactly Hunters right. Are yeah. gone. Right. Field goal kickers are gone. Go for two every time. <laughs> you have to go for two. Oh boy, Max. I think it's time for a commercial break. Hey. It's time for a commercial break. Let's talk about the book club. There we yeah, go. That's, that's the only one. Right. That's, a, that's the best sponsor. Let's 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 go over to the book club right now. I'm actually going to go over to the book club. What is what are people talking about in the book club right now? They're talking about South Park. South let's Park. Talk about South Park. Yeah. I think the actual city of South Park because Maxie lives in in uh, Colorado. He drove through. Actually, yeah. There you go. So um, I think it all started with uh, Maxie posting a uh, gif of "suck my balls." Yeah. That's what you're going to get. That's that's the high quality stuff you're going to get over in the book club. But you also get picks. So if I go over to the picks yesterday, ooh. I see CSGO picks there. There we go. We did all right in CSGO Ooh. yesterday. Not, 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 yeah. not too shabby. Going to the user picks. I'm uh, I'm seeing some parlays listed there. Mm-hmm. We got a brand new book club member yesterday, I do believe. Right? We had someone that was joining us yesterday. Let me scroll up here and see who that person is. 
man, it was a, it was a lot. I got a lot of scrolling here. Uh, it was Malicious Pete. Malicious Pete, welcome to the book club. You can join the book club with Malicious Pete by heading over to our Patreon. $25 a month. And that $25 gets used to keep the lights on around here. We truly appreciate it. But join the book club and make some money, idiots. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy, insane, maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. All right, NBA. What do we got? God, isn't it? Isn't it just? Uh, are we still doing that thing? Yeah, apparently so. And, uh, action's almost waving the white flag here. They have the Cavaliers and Hawks listed Twice. as a six thirty game and a seven thirty game with different Twice. spreads. Twice. Yeah. They're killing it. Mm-hmm. Action kill. Don't pay for action. Pay for the book club. We That's... know when the games start. That's <laughs> 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 true. Um, Milwaukee and Brooklyn. I bet against the Bucks a couple days ago against the Sixers, and that did not turn out so well for me. Turned out well for Panther, motherfucker. Uh, now uh, I get another chance to bet in the, uh, on the Bucks or against the Bucks with a potential "quote unquote" Eastern Conference contender. It's easy to understand why someone would 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 back the Bucks here. The Nets still don't actually look like a team that is going to make it to the finals or win the championship. Uh, they did get that nice home win over the Pistons a few days ago. The Pistons. Uh, but there's still something off about this team. And I think the main thing is defense. Uh, you know, and maybe maybe Kyrie and KD, that's going to be enough to push them through the playoffs, uh, you know, to, to maybe even make the finals. I, I don't know. But when they allow a team like the Pistons to put up 123 fucking points, I fear what's going to happen in the playoffs against much better teams. Still, I, you know, having Kyrie available for home games now, I think is such a big help. And just from a consistency standpoint, he's going to be in that lineup day in and day out. For Milwaukee, we know what their MO is. They just need to stay healthy. Uh, Giannis, he had that great game against Philly the other night, 41 points. He, was just a mon- he had that monster block at the end of it. It's a great game, played 38 minutes. I, I know that there's some jockeying for playoff position seeding right now. I know that there's the potential to get the one or two seed here, but you think you think it's smart for Milwaukee to push Giannis out there for 38 fucking minutes a night for the rest of the fucking regular season? No, I just I I I, I just don't see them pushing him that hard for the remainder of it. Uh, it is that whole thing that I said with the Suns yesterday that balance between complacency and competitiveness. 
Uh, it is a marquee matchup, so I do expect Giannis to, of course, play tonight and have a big game, yada, yada, yada. But push comes to shove. I just don't know if at the end of the game or if it goes to overtime or anything like that. Like, don't fucking risk it, Milwaukee. That's that's my that's what I'm hoping on here. So I think that the Nets will sneak out a very, very close win. Ten dollar money line bet on the Brooklyn Nets. Overtime. He said overtime. <laughs> uh, you know, I completely agree with you in the Bucks. We saw it last year where they just kind of limped through the season to get to the playoffs and then they went full bore. This team actually is healthy. I don't know if you paid attention, but last week they got Brooke Lopez back. And he doesn't bring a lot to the offense. And he's not even a prolific rebounder. But the guy is a swap blocking machine. It bumps Bobby Portis to the second unit, which only makes that second unit even better. Milwaukee looks good heading into the playoffs. Brooklyn, on the other hand, I don't know what they're doing. LaMarcus Aldridge is off the IL, and he's drawn two DNP, uh, DNP's coach decision the last two games. I'm not even sure what their rotation is supposed to look like, who's playing, who's not playing. I just don't trust Brooklyn right now. Um, but the line was too close. I like Milwaukee. I'm leaning Milwaukee. I just couldn't bet it. So uh, moral, I guess not moral support. I'm leaning Milwaukee. Leaning Milwaukee. Yeah, I'm leaning Milwaukee, too, with the points. Uh, it, I I think they win, but there's a lot of uh, uncertainty in this one, unlike the only game I'm going to bet. So I'm just going to lean Milwaukee here. Do we know what the actual line is for Cleveland and Atlanta? Cleveland and Atlanta is plus – it's Cleveland plus five and a half, Atlanta minus five and a half, with a That's money the- line of plus 185, minus two and a quarter. Okay, that is the line that I have, and that is the line I'm going with, because that is the next game I'm talking about. Uh, Cavs, they played last night, and Luka just tore them apart. By the way, is Luka getting taller? Like, I, 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 like he came into the league, he was like 18 years old, but it, like I saw him on the court last night, and it's just like, he looked like a center out there. He's heightening. He fucking, he's heightening. I think so. I think maybe he's put, wearing some fucking Gene Simmons uh, shoes or something like that, because he, he, he looked like a giant out there yesterday. It was insane, but he, he just absolutely tore Cleveland apart. Uh, now they get to play against the guy who Luca will forever be tied with because of a draft day trade. Uh, Trey and the Hawks, they've won four of their last five games. Uh, most, most of those were road games, too, which is impressive for a team that hasn't played well on the road and you know have not been that good on the road. Of course, their last win was yesterday, <laughs> a blowout win over the Thunder. Now they turn things around, head back to Atlanta, where they are 24-14 and 14 at home this year. Um you know, Atlanta more than likely, more than likely, I, I'm not going to say guarantee, but more than likely will get a chance to be in the play-in games for the playoffs. They, they have a significant lead over, they're in the 10th spot right now, and, and the Knicks at 11, I, they're not going to catch them. But uh, more than likely, Atlanta will be in the play-in games, and they, they actually could be a very dangerous play-in game uh, team against a team like Charlotte or a team like Cleveland, who has dropped into the play-in games right now and could drop, you know... Uh, uh, not further down, but you know, uh, could you know end up playing Atlanta in in a, a play-in game if uh, they can't take care of Brooklyn in that first game. So, uh, I, and that's what I'm looking at is kind of a preview of what that second game is going to be. Is is going to be Atlanta and Cleveland in that second game, and I think what's going to happen in that playing game is probably what's going to happen tonight. I think Atlanta is the better team right now. Uh, Cleveland just not healthy. The fucking loss of of Allen was was critical to them, um, and it even started probably before that when, when they lost Rubio and and they brought in uh, aging Rajon Rondo who just can't stay healthy on the court now. So Cleveland earlier in the season gave us that hope, gave us that promise that their future is really bright for them. Uh, but for this year, they're fading. They're not playing good basketball right now. 
Atlanta should get the win. $10 money line bet on the Hawks. This is one of the two games that I'm on. You know, you're right. Cleveland had, they, I think it was just, what, three months ago, they were in first place. They, they were at the top of the East, and they've just progressively faded. And a lot of that had to do with the injuries. They lost Sexton for the year. Garland was out. Rondo's been out. Um, Kevin Love's been out. Now they don't have Jared Allen. Like, this team just has not been healthy all season. And without the health, they just don't have their rotation correct. I'm with you here. I like Atlanta at home. I actually think they cover the five and a half. Uh, we saw it last year with the Hawks in the playoffs. It was a really, really dangerous team. They're setting themselves up the way they're playing now to be a dangerous team again. I'm putting 10 bucks on the Atlanta Hawks. Ooh, ooh. I Almost a kiss of death. I think it would have been a kiss of death had I got the numbers correct because you know my spreadsheet pulls right from action so it all kind of jumbled together and turned into a mess and i decided it's not worth it so i'm leaning the hawks in this one all right that is it for me and the nba i've only got one play left and that is the clippers going to chicago i didn't think the you'd clippers. touch this one with a 10-foot pole i didn't think there was any chance i thought i'd be the only one Oh, no. That, you know, the way the Clippers played with Paul George back, I mean, you kind of have to make a note. They were down 25 points at one point. They came storming back to get that win. Now they're going against a Chicago team that's been completely dysfunctional and out of sorts ever since they lost Lonzo Ball. I can't trust Chicago right now. I'm catching the Clippers with the money or with the plus line. I actually think they can win this game outright, but I'm going to take the three and a half points and put 10 bucks on the Clippers. I've read my numbers and it is as Chicago should kick the shit out of them. It should, I, should, I should bet Chicago. I should do all these things. And I said, fuck you numbers. I don't believe you. I, I uh, totally agree with you, Panthers, that uh, Chicago's vulnerable. Chicago's a vulnerable fucking team. And, and right now, not only does Chicago risk dropping down below Toronto, they run the risk of possibly falling into the playing games if they can't win some games and Cleveland ends up winning a couple down the stretch. So, I mean, Back against the wall, Chicago has to win this one, but the Clippers are not giving up. The Clippers did not give up when they when they lost Paul George. The Clippers continued fighting, and now they got Paul George back, and the specter of Kawhi Leonard's giant fucking hands over them, uh, pulling pulling the strings. Um, yeah, it's again my numbers say lean Chicago or bet Chicago. I'm not going to do it. Um, yeah, I guess my official play, quote unquote, is leading the Bulls. All right. If there's two teams I have blind spots for, it's the Clippers and the Bulls. So I love this game. I love this game so much. <laughs> I'm going to follow you, Panther. I like the Clippers today, plus three and a half. I'm pulling the trigger as well. Ten bucks on the Clippers, plus the three and a half. Like it. Two almost kiss of deaths. Two almost. That's all I've got for the association. That's I don't have anything else either. That's it. This is just, it's just, it is what it is. Yeah. Max? You want to know what else is unbettable? NHL. I, I got nothing. I got no actual bets in the NHL. I could not like I start. I started looking at, uh, you know, the, the Devils with with a plus two fifty. I was like, ah, maybe there's some value there. Like the implied probability, you know, Boston's going to win that one. I started looking at the Devils one. I, cu I couldn't fucking do it. Uh, and then I was like, okay, the, the next one is maybe Pittsburgh getting a plus line. But then you see how Minnesota's playing recently, and you're like, ah, nope on that one either. There's just nothing today that I like Panther. I are do you have a bet? 
I made one bet, and it's just because of my loyalty to the DGens. I have to come and bring a bet, at least one bet, and that is the game I'm jumping on. I do like the Penguins with that very, very small plus line. It's kind of a toss-up game. I know Minnesota's been playing very well, but this Pittsburgh Penguin team is a really good team. So if you're giving me a 50-50 game and Pittsburgh's catching a slight plus line, I'll take a flyer on it and put 10 bucks on the Penguins terrified of that one man i just it's just minnesota you know man, they they were they were slumping for the biggest time and then they reverted back to their norm and their norm is pretty fucking good right so if you, if you look at them over their last five games playing some really good fucking hockey pittsburgh has, has been up and down all year when they're up i think pittsburgh is one of the better teams in hockey but when they're down it's just like they're they're definitely beatable and now minnesota's creating that little like can they lose in minnesota vibe again and and i i worry about that looking at strict numbers here I should be betting Pittsburgh, right? I got a 56% of the time Pittsburgh winning this game. And I just, I backed out once I saw, you know, the recency numbers for Minnesota. And, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't see any line movement specifically before. Did you notice anything yet, Arch? Has there been any? Yeah, there was a little bit of a shift. Uh, let's see. Uh, Minnesota opened up minus 134. They're minus 115 now. Wow. Oh, wow. Um, Pittsburgh's the play. I might bet Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah. Looks like Pittsburgh uh, is the play. Yeah, yeah. Um, solid moral support lean on the Penguins here. If if I if if I would have had that information, you know, a little while ago, I probably would have bet the Penguins with you, Panther. I'm not gonna do this to you. I'm not I'm not gonna drag you. I'm 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 not gonna do it. A lean <laughs> on the Penguins. Uh the biggest <laughs> shift I think, yeah, I mean I think looking at that, yeah, you gotta do Pittsburgh. But the biggest shift I see real quick just scanning the board, Toronto playing Max's Winnipeg Jets. Oh, I hate this one so much, Arch. Everyone's ah. everyone's betting Toronto. The lines moved uh 50 uh, you know, 56 cents. What's it what's oh, it wow. what's it at now? It's uh, minus 232 233. Ooh. Oh man, I at at the minus 178 that I had it at before, I could have bet Toronto. Uh I I I don't it's too much it's too it's too much for Toronto Winnipeg's playing the back-to-back they got they eked out the win last night I think Toronto should be the play man uh, with that line shift they probably are the play uh, too fucking much money for me oh 245 now god damn <laughs> they're tempting him they're tempting him Panther, it's unbettable no it's, today's yeah. an unbettable day for me in yeah. the NHL all right yeah it's bad all right, let's see. Any comments today? Probably not since we went late. Yep, no comments. Everyone missed missed their window. All right. My fault, guys. My fault. i sorry. What do we talk about today? Bruce Arians. It was a Bruce Arians heavy show. That's all we talked about. And I'm sure he would be very happy with that outcome. Uh, what, else, <laughs> what else we talk about? NBA, NHL, Max. That's it. He would have been happy if we didn't mention the, the name Tom Brady. If we just mentioned Bruce Arians, Bruce Arians, Bruce Arians, Bruce Arians, <laughs> yeah, right. Bruce, 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 Bruce Arians, Bruce Arians, Bruce Arians. Cool hat, man. <laughs> Download the DJ's app for Android, maybe iOS. You <laughs> can't. You, you can't. Our... You can't. <laughs> More importantly, listen. No, forget about the DJ's app. If you're going to do anything, just sign up for our Patreon. Hang out with us on Discord. That's where we're hanging out anyway. So, I mean, if you get the DJ's app, fine. But just, just sign up for our Patreon. We can hang out with you there. Uh, no matter where you listen to that, please highest rank, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. I, I missed the whole betting absolute thing on Twitter, but you know, D- Patreon, Patreon, Discord, Book Club, Patreon. 
Discord book club. Just, just remember that. Just remember everything I said. Just remember that. Panther, take us home. Oh, get out of here with the Panther parlay. I've only got three plays today, so it will be the Atlanta Hawks, the Los Angeles Clippers, and those Pittsburgh Penguins. Based on the moral support and the bets we got, I like my shot at hitting that parlay today. You guys, you know, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, but as Max mentioned, Discord in the book club, that is where not only do we hang out, but all the other DJs that join us in the book club. You can shoot the shit with all of them. Call us out by name. We will holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today, when it's all said and done, kids. Let's all just make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.